0: podcast. I'm your host Erin Gray and today we are diving into holiday advice through the lens of the counter chakra. There is going to be so much practical goodness here. I'm so happy you're here. Let's get started. So today marks such a cool day of my favorite things colliding. I love Christmas. I love the holidays and I love the chakra system and the counter chakra system. So it's this blend of all my favorite things. If we threw ice cream in there, I don't even know what I would do with myself at this moment. <laughs> it is all my favorite things that we are going to talk about today. And what I love about today's episode is there is tangible, real life examples and Guidance here for you today, so that you can begin to understand that this system is not a far fetched system. This is something that affects our every single day. It affects our choices, it affects our state of mind, our mental life, our emotional life, our physical life, and of course, our energetic life. But energy feeds everything, everything is made up of energy. So when we can master this, state of mind, our thoughts trigger our emotions, our emotions move energy, energy manifests physically. When we master our thoughts, we master our emotions, we master our energy, we master our physical body and our physical experience. We can walk into that holiday party and no longer be triggered. We can walk into an event or walk up to a friend and no longer be triggered by things that once triggered us because we have Made ourselves whole and complete right here in this space, energetically, emotionally, mentally, and physically. And a great test for all of that is definitely the holidays. We see lots of family, there's a lot of expectation. So I believe that it begins there because there is so much expectation and importance and so many attachments, and when our attachments and expectations are not met, then that results in resentment. And in fact, a student of mine right now, she told people that she needed help to host her holiday dinner, and her kitchen was full of people helping, and she was so happy She said it had been what she had always hoped and dreamed of and dreamed for, is to have this family-filled kitchen, cooking and laughing and having so much fun together. And all the holidays before, she had done all the work and was tired and resentful and angry and mad. Naturally, we all would. But what she has learned through the counter chakra process is that it's no one's job to appreciate us. It's our job to ask for help, set boundaries, honor, and love ourselves, so that people can help, so that people can get involved. And of course, they can appreciate us. Who doesn't love being appreciated? We all love being appreciated. But when we overgive during the holidays or any other time, when we overgive to excess There is no amount of appreciation that is going to make that resentment better. We have to love, honor, and appreciate ourselves first. And as we do so, like attracts like, and people will come to honor, love, and appreciate us because we love and honor and appreciate ourselves first. So, what does this look like as we dive into the counter chakra holiday? Season edition. (laughs) So, we are going to begin with the root chakra. And here within the root chakra, this is the holiday memories that existed between zero and seven. The theme here is about materialism, consumerism, and greed. So, this is when the root chakra is excessive here in our perineum, the base of our spine, our pelvic floor. Here in this space, we have all the physical things in our life. This is our physical experience and the things and the tangible physical things in our life. So when this is in excess, as you might imagine, we want more physical things. We are greedy. We are filled with consumerism. We want lots and lots of things because our heart energy, our heart chakra, is deficient. So we want more physical wealth than we do relationship wealth. And so we find here in this space that we want to buy things for people instead of mend that relationship, or we want to buy something for someone to make it better because we don't want to have that hard conversation or that difficult conversation. But we all know that joy is fleeting. And We need to have those hard conversations in order to have balance here in this place. When we are relationship rich, we then become wealthy rich and physical rich. So what do we do here if we are feeling greedy or filled with consumerism that we just want to give presents and presents and presents instead of connecting and spending time with people? You can give a gift of a shared experience, something that maybe the two of you would love. To do together and something that is thoughtful and loving, something that they would love. Certainly, don't buy football tickets (laughs) for, for someone who would rather go to a painting class or a dancing class, but choose to do something together that isn't tangible, that isn't a physical matter, and see if you can enjoy spending time together to bring connection to this relationship over just masking it with a physical object. And if you find here that you are impulse buying because you believe in so much of the consumerism and you don't want to have to talk to people, (laughs) isn't that true sometimes? It's like, oh, here, let's open presents instead. Don't get me wrong. I love Christmas. That's what I started out by saying. I love Christmas. I love presents. I love the fun of presents. And there can be a lot of joy and a lot of love shown and shared through gift giving, particularly if you are a gift love language. However, when we substitute connection and relationship and love with presence and physical matter, there leaves a big gap of absence here in this space. If you are out buying and you are finding that you are being impulsively purchasing, take a picture of it and go back the next day and look at it in the morning sleep on it, look at it the next morning. Then you can decide if you want to go back to the store or buy it online, if you find that you are impulse buying too quickly. And one of my dear friends, Paul Jolt, he he is a stylist, an amazing stylist. I will put his link down below, Urbanite Suburbanite. Follow his Instagram. I will put that down below. He's amazing. He gives great tips. So one of his great tips this week was about when you purchase something, to consider it temporary until you've combined it with three or four other outfits. Even if you love it, even if it's wonderful, consider it temporary until it comes into your closet. So I would say that that's true about everything, not even just clothes, something in the home, some useful tool. Until you find that you have a purpose or a reason to have it, consider it temporary in your home or take it back. We don't want to allow that clutter to accumulate in our home because cluttered home, cluttered mind. And then the energy does not flow throughout the home. The more decluttered the home, the more the energy can flow throughout the home. Excessive heart deficient root. So when our heart is excessive, we are the people pleaser. We are that person who is doing everything for the party and not letting anyone else help out because I can take care of it, don't worry. And we think that we are being loving to others, except that people really love to help too. And we're not being very loving to ourselves when we don't take help and assistance from others. When we are in that excessive heart, Sufficient root state. We say, no gifts are necessary or, oh, whatever you want to bring, whatever you want to get me, without recognizing that in, in stating that there isn't a lot of self love there in that statement. Not honoring yourself to ask for what you want or ask for what you need. For instance, how I talked about my student who asked for help and received it and was so joyous and so happy. And she literally said it was what she had always dreamed of having. Where in your life do you need to ask for what you want and to know you can ask for what you want and know that you are worthy of what you're asking for. So this no gifts necessary mindset. You can have a lot of fun with this actually. So a long, long time ago, I used to just take catalogs and I would rip out things that I loved and I would put them in a box for my husband to sort through and choose when it was my birthday or Christmas. And I am telling you, I would forget because this box had so many things in it and it was over the course of many years. And he would buy me things and I would feel so seen, so known, so heard. And I was like, wow, how did you know? I mean, every single time, really, it was laughable, really. And he said, it was in the box. and But I would forget because I would just continue. As I would come across things, I would just rip it out and throw it in the box and forget about it. So it created this super wonderful win-win situation for me and my husband because I would put things in the box and he would know what I would want and then he would buy the things in the box and then when I would open them up I was just elated so how can you do this with your loved ones and now with the internet there's so many wonderful easy ways you can create a pinterest board you can create a wish list but for me I felt like there was really some fun because there wasn't as much work, right? Like you have to create a Pinterest board and maybe you think Pinterest board making is really fun. And so that's awesome. If that's fun for you, but do something that is really fun. Is that a Pinterest board? Is that a, an Amazon wish list, or is it looking through catalogs and ripping it out and throwing it in the box? For me, that was super fun. And it allowed us to both have a win-win situation and it brought balance to the, oh no, it's okay, just get whatever you want. No, I got to show him in the best way possible the things that I wanted that made me feel seen and heard and loved. So moving on to our sacral chakra and throat chakra partnership. So first we're going to talk about excessive sacral chakra and deficient throat chakra. This is, is the cold shoulder that we are so emotional that we can't speak, that we're so emotional that we talk to everyone else at the Christmas party and not the person we're irritated with. This is when we are so emotional and taken by something so special, we have no words. So it's not always negative, although it can often be negative, but it's also when we are genuinely so touched by something we don't have words and i think many moments throughout the holidays can create this experience for us that we feel so much emotion we we don't have the words to assign to those emotions that we are experiencing what is our remedy for this? What is our holiday advice here? When we find ourselves in this energetic state, we want to give a platform for those emotions. So if you're not ready to talk to that person at the party, or you're still really upset, begin with journaling, writing out those feelings, begin with singing your favorite Christmas carol or humming your favorite Christmas carol. Allowing this energy movement to begin to activate here within the throat chakra will begin to draw balance into this partnership. Beginning to draw energy into the throat chakra to create movement of energy, even though you aren't talking or you aren't journaling, it begins to move the energy and it begins to draw equilibrium. Here within the partnership. So, who knew those Christmas carols could do so much for us, but they really do. And think about that. There are so many touching Christmas carols. There's some super fun ones and some silly ones, of course, but there are some that literally bring tears to our eyes. And when we sing them, we sometimes get so emotional we can't sing. So, think about that when you are singing your carols. This holiday season, when you reach that moment that it's so emotional that you can't sing anymore, begin to have compassion and love for yourself, understanding you are just incredibly emotional. And it's okay if you aren't able to sing. You can hum, you can journal, you can write things out so that you can create this balance so that you can establish your own equilibrium when the time is right. And that's the thing. That is why my book is called Establishing Equilibrium. We are establishing equilibrium all throughout our day. Sometimes it's one degree and sometimes it's 180 degrees. So it's okay if you have this moment when you're singing this beautiful Christmas carol and your throat becomes deficient because your sacral chakra is so excessive. That's not a bad thing, but you can recognize this energetic state. Long term, we don't want that to be true. But when we can recognize it and know how to tend to our bodies, how to tend to our energy so that we can create this equilibrium and establish, reestablish this balance within the body, that is when we live an empowered life. And the third and most fun way to balance out the deficient throat, excessive sacral, our desire lives here within our sacral chakra, which is the years of seven and 14. This is our desire. And often we don't know how to manifest our desire because we don't know how to put it into words. And as soon as if you follow any manifesting rules, as I have talked about on this podcast, many, many episodes, we've got to get clear in order to manifest. And when you get clear, you can speak your life into existence. And it is in getting clear on your desire from your sacral chakra that we then speak into existence through our throat chakra. This is why this center here is so powerful. This is our manifesting center, our manifesting partnership, because you will also hear in manifesting classes that it is all about feeling and feeling in into that experience that draws it into life. So I would say that it is equal part feelings and getting clear and finding the words and expressing it. And drawing it and speaking it into existence, so how do we do this at the holiday time? You never knew when you were a kid that santa 's wish list was this manifesting tool, but my bet is there was probably a lot of years that you actually got all the things on that list. You were clear on your desire and you spoke it into existence. you wrote it down, so Santa's wish list does not need to stop just because you are no longer a child. Write down your wish list. Similar to what we talked about in the last partnership, bringing clarity for different reasons, though. So, kind of similar ideas, but actually, the motivation behind these two different techniques is actually very different. The throwing the pictures into a box or doing your Pinterest board, that is about honoring self and self-love and honoring yourself to know you are worthy of asking for what you want. This is about writing down specifically exactly what you want so that you can get clear on your desire so that you can speak it into existence. And you can do that with Santa's wish list. You can do that with a thank you note to the universe, which we've talked about in the past. I will include a link down below, but simply writing a thank you note to the universe that thanks the universe for everything that you desire as if it is already completed. But given it's the holidays, Santa's wish list will work just as well because it is all about getting clear, having clarity and asking for what you want. And then we go to the opposite of this partnership, the excessive throat and the deficient sacral chakra. The deficient sacral chakra, those years between seven and 14, what would you have desired? What would you have longed for? And how can you create that here? You know, the excessive throat Deficient sacral chakra is the over-talker who is not connected to their feelings at all. They're just talking, talking, talking to the whole room, just talking about anything and everything without any emotion. And the sad thing is that they want connection so bad. They feel so lonely and they just keep talking and talking and talking, trying to connect somewhere with someone, except that they are not connected to their self. And when they get connected to their self first, the blah, 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 blah will stop. And then they start actually making clear, concise, connected emotional points that you can feel connected to because they're connected to their self first. So then what they are saying feels more connected. So if you are experiencing this, I know you know what I'm feeling, and this is a hard and lonely state to be in when we are not connected to our emotions. One, because maybe there's been trauma there. Maybe there was something so emotional that we had to turn off our emotions just to get through. It was a coping mechanism. Whatever the reason, tell yourself, begin to do this powerful work and allow yourself to feel safe enough so that you can connect to those feelings and draw in this beautiful, connected, powerful life. So, how do we do this at Christmas time here in this space? Create an environment that your seven to 14 year old would have just adored. What would your seven to 14 year old self? have loved to have done at the holidays? Is that sledding? Is that having hot chocolate? Is that wrapping presents or just ripping presents open? What does that look like? And how can you recreate that here, right here, right now, just to simply accomplish allowing that seven to 14 year old to feel their desire manifested and certainly if you find that you have feelings that are overwhelming or upsetting during that time, journaling is amazing here too. We're just journaling is always a good thing and talking to friends and family and therapists are always great things too. This particular podcast is offering up some holiday themed advice to help establish equilibrium between these two partnerships. And really in I think it's really illuminating and educating to how this system works when we can see matter of fact, real life examples to pull from and then be able to apply the system and, and recognize it in real life and say, Oh, wow. Right. That's what she was talking about on the podcast. Now I see it right here, right now. And Oh, I'm going to hum a Christmas carol right now (laughs) so that you can heal your own body. Next, we move on to the excessive solar plexus and the crown chakra partnership. This is the gut-brain axis when we have an excessive solar plexus and a deficient crown chakra. This is the person who wants to control every detail of Christmas, that it has to start at a certain time. It has to end at a certain time. All the presents have to be wrapped or that we get two presents or three presents and they all have to be In this order or this way, they're wrapped. Control, control, control. And my bet is even no matter what the present was, it was probably being criticized and or they were afraid that they weren't going to get what they want. And often we control because we are afraid that someone is not going to do what they've said that they're going to do. When we can look at this space Between the ages of 14 and 21. And we can tell that 14 to 21 year old that they don't have to worry so hard about controlling things or being critical of things and to allow their fear to subside because it's driven by fear. And we do this by welcoming in more Christmas spirit in the divine's power, trusting and knowing. Everything is fine. Everything is gonna be okay. And this is Christmas magic right here when we can certainly we we have to make effort, clearly. We have to cook. We probably have to buy a few presents, probably have to decorate a little bit. (laughs) I should say we get to decorate a little bit, we get to buy presents, we get to wonderful food, and we get to have wonderful family over. Really, those are all privileges and so special. However, when we can leave just a little bit of room there for Christmas magic to happen, these are the stories that we tell over and over and over again. It is the Christmas magic stories when people show up at your doorstep with flowers or cookies or you run into someone. It is when we leave room for that magic that we really manifest the life and holidays of our dreams. So if you are finding yourself in this excessive solar plexus deficient crown chakra state, this controlling fearful state, one, set intention that you're going to leave a little room for that Christmas magic. But two, if you are still finding that you are struggling with criticism, control, fear, you can create a list that has What you can control this holiday season on one side, and then what the divine will control this holiday season. And my bet is there are actually very few things that you can control this holiday season. So put them all over on the divine side. And when they are there, let them go. Absolutely let them go so that you can allow yourself to be surprised by the amazing abundance that is heading your way this holiday. Season. So this moves us to the excessive crown chakra and the deficient solar plexus chakra. This looks like the person that has no structure in their life. They're just kind of going here and there and everywhere. And so fun, so fun. But it's not so fun when then we don't show up to things or that we are late to things or have forgotten things or have forgotten presents or people or events. None of that is very fun. And so what we can do here, and this is, if you are finding that this is happening to you often, it is an energetic state. It is an energetic state that can be remedied. And once you remedy it, you have more structure in your life. So when this crown chakra is excessive, The solar plexus is deficient and it is lacking in structure and function. So, what can we do this holiday season? We can, like that amazing Netflix movie, create a Christmas calendar. How can you put together a holiday calendar this season? Can you map out your events? Can you map out what presents you need to purchase? How can you organize yourself? right here on the first part of the month. How can you put together all the things that provide and offer structure for you so that you can be dependable and show up where you need to show up if you are finding that you are forgetting things, missing things? It simply just means that your crown talker is excessive and your solar plexus is deficient. So create the structure that your crown chakra needs to bring balance back into this partnership. You will establish equilibrium here by setting that calendar, by creating your list, by allowing yourself to be more organized. Now we have the deficient third eye chakra. And when our third eye chakra is deficient, the five chakras below it are excessive. We have our root chakra that is greedy and money is more important than people. We have our second chakra that is excessive, that is about blame and shame and connection, but but awful connection, either clingy, clingy, clingy connection or controlling connection. Our solar plexus excessive chakra looks like criticism, controlling, fear. Our fourth chakra, in excess, lacks self-love. And our fifth chakra, when it is excessive, it is the overtalker, but it also can be the person just yelling that has no emotion or connection to it. Who does that sound like? That sounds like a very famous Christmas tale of an Ebenezer Scrooge. So all Ebenezer needed to do to remedy this cranky state that he was in was to spend 10 minutes in the morning getting sunlight into his third eye. And it would help to balance all the energy centers below it. It would help to allow him to be relationship rich so that he could be wealthy rich. It's okay to want money, but Make sure that we want people more than money first. And when we are relationship rich, the money shows up and then we have a healthy emotional balance. We allow room for the Christmas spirit. We allow self-love and connection here. And then we talk and speak to people in a way that is loving and connected We remedy this and why we want to get our 10 minutes of sunshine in the morning is because light is the element that balances our third eye that ultimately balances and activates all of our energy centers below it. So in getting that first 10 minutes, you can drink your coffee or your eggnog, whatever you are drinking early in the morning, right when the sun first comes up, get that 10 minutes of sunlight here within the third eye so that. Each of your energy centers below it becomes balanced and you establish equilibrium here. Finally, we have an excessive third eye, which leads us to a deficient one through five. So a deficient root chakra, a that doesn't care about money at all. doesn't care about anything. A deficient second chakra that doesn't feel anything either. A deficient Third chakra, our deficient solar plexus, that has no control and has no structure whatsoever. A deficient heart chakra is closed off to others. And a deficient throat chakra is just apathy. doesn't even want to try to speak because there's no reason. And especially if we don't feel emotional, there feels like there's no reason to try to speak. And this state is really hard. It is, it can feel apathetic, but it can feel like a, like a wonderlust too, that you are just flowing and going, but you don't, aren't really accountable to people or your emotions or your calendar. So how can we remedy this? Well, we want to activate each one of those senses to help bring to life energy within each of those energy centers to then bring balance to the third eye. Because each of those energy centers is deficient and each one of those energy centers manages one of our senses. Beginning with our root chakra, it's our sense of smell. So what's your favorite smell? Smell. For this holiday season, is it fresh baked cookies? Is it the Christmas tree? Is it vanilla? Is it cinnamon? Enjoy that smell and begin to activate that energy center. If you're finding yourself in this energetic state, our second chakra, our sacral chakra manages our sense of taste and what's not to taste during the holiday season. Name it. Which, Which thing would you love to enjoy? Cookies, eggnog decide for you what your most pleasurable most desirable taste is and enjoy that and really savor it be mindful about it you don't have to consume ton of it be very mindful about it with the intention that you're activating this energy center our solar plexus manages our sense of sight what's your most beautiful scene during the holidays Is it the lights? Is it your family being together? Is it a collection of Christmas cards? Is it delicious looking food? Whatever it is for you that is beautiful for you to look at, go find that. Bring that into your presence. And each of these steps is to be mindful about it with the intention that you are activating your energy center. So our heart chakra is the sense of touch. What? is the most delicious feeling touching thing for you this holiday season? Is that a cozy blanket? Is it the feeling of holding a hot warm mug with a hot drink inside? Whatever you are touching, is it hugging someone? Whatever it is that you are touching, touch that with the intention that you are opening up your heart chakra. You are allowing that energy to flow. When I hug people that I really love and adore, I intentionally shower them with my heart chakra energy and they feel it. They know it because I just want them to know how much I love and enjoy that person. Is there someone in your life that you would like to shower that much love on in your life? And And if there isn't, begin with showering you with that much love first. And my bet is like attracts like. As you shower yourself with that much love, you will attract people into your life that you want to hug like that too. Throat chakra is about our sense of hearing. Our throat and our ears are connected here into this space. It's our organ of action. What sound is the most wonderful sound? you enjoy this holiday season? Is it the carols? Is it the movies? Is it laughter? Is it just hearing people talk? Find that and experience it. And when you find all five of these things and activate your senses, you will find that you will have established equilibrium between all of these energy centers. This is some powerful, amazing holiday guidance for you. I hope that this was really helpful in illustrating how these energy centers and these imbalances can look and what we can do about them. If you haven't picked up a copy of my book, Establishing Equilibrium, be sure to purchase your copy on Amazon. The Audible is coming so soon. I'm almost finished. And if you find you have loved ones that would benefit from establishing equilibrium. Buy that for the holidays for them. What a wonderful gift to give them the empowering opportunity to balance their lives. Good luck this week. I hope you take this wisdom and apply it to your holiday week and draw in the most empowered, loving, enjoyable holiday week for you and your family. Thank you so much for listening to this amazing holiday guidance. I hope it helps you enjoy the most wonderful holiday season. Be sure to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Say hello, say happy holidays, and let me know which tool you used this week. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you next week. Love yourself enough to heal. Heal yourself enough to thrive. Take care.